episode 41. This is the age you get that voluntary colonoscopy. You know, you definitely have to sign up for more than just a free trial of that off-brand Viagra. We made it this far, Braided. Here we are. Episode 41. As always, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod. Donate to the Valley Boys Foundation. That's where we take your money and buy booze with it. This week, our biggest donor, a.k.a. our gay dad, is none other than Eric Norquist from Winnipeg, Manitoba. He's one of my best friends of all time. That guy knows all my secrets. Wait, secrets? Yeah, it's dirty, dirty, filthy secrets. Don't worry about it. Anyways, that guy kicked us three beers. Thank you very much. He is one of the OG guys who did those mashup videos. You know, doing that Justin Bieber meets YMCA. It kind of fucks with your head if you're drunk or on drugs, but whatever. It's amazing. Check him out online. He is the taskmaster or charge man, whatever. He's great. So we also got kicking in five bucks each. Shitty Christy, shitty Alejandro. Shitty Jeff, Shitty Mark, Shitty Jackson, Shitty Paul, and Shitty Sarah, who all kicked in a lousy five bucks each. Thanks anyways, you cheap bastard. All right, episode 41, The Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel, a.k.a. the only reason you listen to this. Join with me as my shitty little assistant, Brandon the Limp Dick Shit Goblin Fart Fucking Collins. Wait, fart fucking? Yeah, you fuck your own fart sometimes. I don't know. Jesus Christ. All right, well, the actual reason that you listen to the podcast right here. And uh, Mr. Fucking uh, Proud Boy haircut, you know, running his mouth over there. About I me. do not have a Proud Boy's haircut. Stop saying that. Okay, listen. They, they've appropriated it from good style. Both the Proud Boys, the Nazis, all that shit. I'm taking it back. Okay? <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> You're going to take it back in 2021, huh? Yeah, that's right. I'm taking it back. I'm taking back that. I, I, you know, I'm on keto. I'm on day 16, 17, whatever. I'm down eight pounds. You know, I'm also doing a little bit of exercising. Yeah, Maybe I'll that. take that goose stepping too. Who knows? You know, that's a good way to burn some calories walking around Hollywood Boulevard, just like how you do, goose stepping around. But anyways, <laughs> okay, so we are at Brandon's house. This is also known as the party house. We're in his hot as balls garage. He's got chickens in the backyard clucking around. He's got roommates who are incredible rappers. What are they called? Go- Golden Golden Ghost. Golden Ghost. Holy shit, I was blown away by that. Uh, Joe Ryder's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, my roommate Joe and then his buddy Jason. Yeah, they, they, they make up Golden Ghost, man. Phenomenal! I was blown away. I I was listening to them. Uh, I thought it. I thought they were just playing, you know, the hot new rap song of the of the day. But it turns out it's it's them. They made it themselves completely with it right here in this garage. Probably. Uh, you make sure you check them out. Golden Ghost, phenomenal. I was blown away. Renaissance man, he is good for them. We also got screamo bands. We got booze flowing. We got toilets clogging. This is the real party house right here. And you know what? Everyone always asks, can we come over too? No, you can't. You're a fucking internet stranger. You can't come over. Well, unless you're a good looking woman. Oh, God. This again? This win a date with Brandon Collins bullshit? Okay. If we're doing this, ladies, if you're going to message Brandon some perverted shit, be prepared. You you don't know what you're up against, okay? It is worse than you can imagine. Don't be screenshotting shit and send it to me because I might end up victim blaming you, being like, what did you say to him first? What did you think was going to happen when you jumped in the tent with the circus bear? He'll out-pervert you any day of the week. But if we're doing this, win a date with Brandon Collins. Uh, just, you know, if you're a nice woman with a big heart, fine. Big tits. That is not a personality trait, but... Maybe if you got a you know a good job and a and a good head on your shoulders, come by. Or if you're willing to give me head in the car, yeah, go ahead. What? I don't know. What about someone who's 
into intellectually stimulating conversation, Brandon. I like a woman who is orally proficient and she's got them big old dick sucking lips. <laughs> what? Okay. I will say that all of a sudden, lip injections must have suddenly cost $5 because every woman is walking around with those big, plump, puffy lips here in LA like they're all victims of domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's a quarantine special to get them all back out there. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I said that, but it's true. Anyways, let's move right along. Let's go into the, the Florida man, California bullshit. Um, if you're just tuning into the podcast, Brandon likes prostitutes. That's something I have to say. But if you're just tuning into the podcast for the first time, Brandon, explain the rules. All right. So this is a Florida, California, or Canada man. I'm going to read three headlines. Dave asked to tell me, based off the headline, where he believes that individual is from. Man or woman, uh, this is not a process of elimination. These hooligans can pop up anywhere again. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes, sir. All right. First headline, lawmaker caught naked during video conference. <laughs> Did that happen in Florida, California, or Canada? Okay. The real question here was, was he naked on purpose? Because that's a big difference. If he was naked on purpose, fucking Florida all day. If it was one of those accidental things, you know what I mean? You you, you, you don't realize your camera's on. You're right. getting changed for dinner or something. Maybe you're going to the bathroom. You got to take a number one and a number two. And if you're in Florida, you, you take a dump standing up. So uh, I'm going to go with Florida, man. No, no, Canada man, actually. God damn it. Well, was, see, it, was, it was it Quebec? It, it was Quebec. Ah, I knew it. That is the Florida <laughs> of Canada. What the fuck are you doing, Quebec? So, a lawmaker? Yeah, so like, here's the thing. So like, to answer your first question, he didn't come out doing a helicopter or anything like that, like make it <laughs> obvious. That, like, As a lawmaker, you do that, you know, when you're with interns. But yeah, okay. So yeah. he wasn't doing that? No, but according to him, he's like, I went on a jog and then I turned on the Zoom meeting, but I thought I had the camera off and I was just getting changed into my work clothes. But but he was standing there with like all of God's glory, you know, just standing out for everybody to see. Yeah, exactly. Flash your weed, baby. Poke and peck. Okay. You know, I did that before. Like not, not be, on purpose. Not, be, become a Canadian I, lawmaker and start flashing your dick no, in front of everybody. No, <laughs> no, I was flashing dick. I, I didn't even flash dick. <laughs> Brandon, calm down for a second. Okay. So I was, I'm not going to say who. Okay, but there's a, a very prominent um, former child actress turned um, woke activist on Twitter. Won't say who it is, but we're kind of like friendly with each other online. She was doing these Zoom meetings with actual. Uh, uh, house candidates during the election time, you know, and she would invite me into it. She's like, hey, can you come in, uh, maybe listen to the conversation and then uh, give your input, but also provide some comic relief. I was like, you want a comedian in that shit with all these real fucking people running for Congress? And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, all right, be careful what you wish for the whole time, the whole fucking time. The first time I was in it, I'm sitting there making like fucking goblin faces, just <laughs> and then, like if you look at if if you have your screen where because on Zoom you know you can see either everybody at once or you can only see the speaker right. So if you can see everybody at once, you see me in the corner just going <laughs> the whole time. And if you're the type to to watch Zoom where it, it it only shows the speaker on the screen, I have a way of ruining that too. I had a little fart <laughs> on my phone ready to go. So I put that right by the microphone. Somebody's talking and then I push the button and then a fart plays 
and then my face comes up and I did like a like a, oh my god like this embarrassed face <laughs> everyone thought I farted and then it, it showed me on there the next time the next time I was on there I decided to take it up a notch you know what I mean so I pretended like I accidentally took my computer into the bathroom with me you know and I got it aimed <laughs> at me from behind when I'm in front of the toilet you know and I I, I dropped trowel down to my ankles. I lift my shirt up to my armpits and I start peeing and I'm kind of dancing around <laughs> and then I can hear them. I'm pretending I can't hear them, but they're all going, what the hell is this Dave Weasel guy doing? He doesn't know. Oh God, Dave, Dave, turn your camera off. <laughs> and I'm just dancing. I'm like going, you know, and, and then, um, so I got kicked out of the meeting and then, uh, she didn't send me the code ever again, but, but I did get messages. I, I had like, um, zoom text messages on there you know and they're like dude 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 you gotta turn your camera off what are you doing like oh god i'm so sorry that you accidentally embarrassed yourself this way and i was like oh my god i can't believe i did that i can't believe y'all saw my butt anyways that's how i ruined that oh uh, you can definitely tell is uh for liberal candidates because uh a they were uh, stupid enough to invite you back but b uh the first time yes yeah they're getting upset because they got uh pissed off at you for uh revealing their secrets of uh flashing ween and getting away with it exactly but i bet you my p wasn't the stream they were counting on oh man. <laughs> i gotta have a branded joke in there once in a while all right i'm sorry i, did, I, I went off topic uh what is the next florida man thing California, Canada. All right. Well, this one's a fucking doozy right here. Man hid cocaine in his anus during Monday morning DUI arrest. <laughs> Monday morning DUI arrest right away. You're fucking up. Yeah. You're fucking up. Cocaine in the ass, too? Because, like, what are you doing? Are you partying all night? You don't realize it's Monday? You know, again, it feels like Florida. Because that shit happens, you know? Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. But- that guy didn't even know it was May. You know, he's been partying since, like, before the pandemic. He didn't even know about COVID. He was just partying so hard, and the next thing you know, he's arrested with cocaine up his butt. Uh, God. So, so what are what are the details of this case? All right. So there's a lot going on, so I broke it down real quick, all right? Mm-hmm. Man, 48, Marty Martinez, found sleeping behind the wheel with white substance on his nose. What's the white substance? Uh, a Blue Lives Matter flag? Oh. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I see all Sorry, right. continue. No, yeah, you got yours back, but I'm going to get one in again. All right. Fails sobriety test, gets arrested like you would imagine. On his way to jail, the uh, officer sees Martinez take two baggies with a white substance out and then proceed to shove them up his ass. He thought he was being real sly about this. Of course, in they the were cop car? In, yeah, in the cop car, yeah. With, and his, then- ha- with his hands, like, handcuffed? Yeah, like he was handcuffed, and uh, I guess the reason he was able to like get away with it, he was. I'm guessing he's a big fellow because he had uh, two sets of handcuffs in, in order to, you know, whatever. So yeah, there was just enough room to pull the shit out of his pockets, get into his pants, and shove it up his ass, I guess. But they immediately found it when he got checked into jail. You know, right? So. Yeah. See, I want to say Canada because that sounds like some French shit, like some Cirque du Soleil. You know, he's able to put cocaine in his buttocks from with 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 his hands behind his back like some fucking David Copperfield shit. Like that's not easy to do. No, yeah, and, and as you've heard from Dave, what Canadians are willing to do on those Zoom casts. Right, yeah, exactly. Hey, what? no, it's not me. I, I only did that as a joke to like several. Like there was like uh, like 180 people in that meeting, but. <laughs> Anyways, uh, God, I'm going to have to, like, uh, uh, no doubt Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, I nice. mean, that, that, that story was tailor-made for Florida. 
I didn't even cheat. I'm not cheating. The only thing in my hand is like a, a truly, you know, I'm on the Celsius. Like I said, day 18 of keto. It's going terribly. <laughs> Looks Dude, like you it. don't even know how fucking fat you are until you go on keto and then you walk by a KFC and it feels like your whole body took like eight Viagras for your stomach. I was like, oh, I got a major fucking food burner just by the smell. It's disgusting. God, usually the fat that clogs my arteries prevents me from getting a boner, but... Not me, uh, dude. That's another problem I have. Yeah, well, you're that's on that keto. That's that guy Viagra, dude. Just KFC gravy. <laughs> Just that alone. That's uh, yeah. a secret, huh? Oh, God. I'm so gross. Uh, yeah, why? Well, I'm I, sweating KFC gr- gravy in your hot fucking garage. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Move along. I'm, I'm going on tangents here. Jesus Christ. All right. What last headline of the evening. All right. Man goes on racist tirade against Asians while on stage in Austin, Texas. Okay, okay, okay. Tony Hinchcliffe. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, yes. You want to talk about this on the podcast, really? Uh, we might as well. I mean, uh, is this we're, a discussion? We're, we're we're the guys to settle the debates on this type of shit. We we handled uh, Ari Shafir last year. We did. I forgot about that. Ari's shit. People were shitting all over Ari for making, I mean, at the end of the day, very insensitive comments about a dead beloved rapist, Kobe Bryant. And yeah, it was it was terrible what he said, and we handled that perfect. I think the episode, I want to say it was the first episode at the shit shack. So I feel like that's episode six moving on up or something. Somewhere it's, around it's in, there, yeah. It's in the description. If you, if you want to go back and listen to it, it's in the description. But it was all over Reddit how you and I fucking nailed that conversation but anyways uh i don't really want to do that with tony because there's not a lot to talk about there's not a lot of information if you don't know what we're talking about uh tony hinchcliffe went on stage and he was introduced by an asian american comedian yeah and as soon as tony went up he just ripped into him like call it like the worst possible like insults slurs you name it what else was he doing yeah, so he he comes out on stage and says, "Yeah, give it up for that, uh, you know, dirty fucking, you don't, know, don't say it. ethnic." Well, of course not. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I don't know. Con- uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. That, I'm not that drunk, and I'm still a little civil. I'm a little but, drunk, but yeah. So yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I'm getting there. So yeah, and he throws out a you know a slur towards Asian Americans. You dirty fucking. I'll let you use your imagination, and then he proceeds to go on this like tirade. Like uh, it almost is like. He's trying to appeal to the, the the common white man. It's like, oh, well, you can get on stage and you can make your uh, Asian jokes using your stereotypical Asian accent and all that. Uh, he was calling people like race traitors and shit like that, too. It was oh, fucking weird. Okay. okay, so he fucked up big time. Yeah. And like, I okay, so to preface anything I'm going to say, you need to know that, number one, I do not know Tony Hinchcliffe. We're not friends. We don't know each other. Say Dave Weasel to him. He's not going to know who the fuck you're talking about. I did meet him once, and he was very nice to me when he didn't have to be. But that's how it seems to go with all these guys in the news. They're always very nice to me when they don't have to be. That doesn't excuse it. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not going to... I don't really want to shit on another comedian ever. I mean, there might be more to it that we don't know. Probably not, because it doesn't matter. He went on there and said that shit to an audience. Like right. let's let's say if it was his podcast thing, you know, where that's their angle is he's he's mean to the to to his Asian co-host, and they go back and forth, whatever. But this this guy, I I, I want to say kid, he's not a kid, but this this Asian comedian doesn't know him. They're not friends. They're not. He introduced them. They don't know each other, and he just went off on him, and 
there's not an excuse for it. I don't know what his problem is. I think maybe he's trying to he's trying to make a poke at woke culture, and he doesn't think he's being recorded because it's a comedy club, which ironically makes it a safe space for him. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I think I think he he's he's poking at that, but it doesn't matter because it's not. It's it's number one. It's horrific. It's. I don't want to comment on it too much further too 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 much because you know he's a comedian. I do want to hear his side of it. But from what I've seen and heard, it's very repulsive and unacceptable and inexcusable. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I don't think taking a stance on it is, is too egregious. And, you know, sometimes helping, like getting other people's perspective helps a lot. But so far, I mean, from everything I've seen with people is pretty much universally panned it like other comedians are like this isn't comedy this isn't funny it is that's the thing it is not funny there yeah. is no punchline like even like other people will make tasteless jokes racist jokes and and by the way in the last episode i was talking about tony hinchcliffe making an insensitive joke and i said i don't want to say his name but his initials are ts and many people have asked who the fuck is that even <laughs> tiny schlong tony soprano <laughs> <laughs> transsexual like that those are the comments i got i'm not i'm just reciting the comments um but yeah it was it was him he is known for doing that sort of thing not that that excuses it at all no but like with it, with the example you had last week like that was an actual joke like the there audience was, was quiet and it was a horrible joke but it's like th yeah the, the the don't say the joke go back and listen to it give us another play yeah so, fair, fair enough yeah, so th there was an actual joke with an actual punchline there, as abhorrent as you may find it. But this, yeah, it, it, exactly. It just reminded me of the Michael Richards thing. But oh yeah. But I would say this is worse because, like Michael Richards, he he just became enraged and just started like going with the most racist. Like he was just pissed off at this guy. When Tony came out on stage, everything he said like had a cadence to it, and it almost sounded deliberate. Right. And like that was his plan. Exactly. He was going to go out and lead with that. And that was going to be that was what he was going to kill with. And exactly. he very well may have killed, but his own career. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's weird how if I think if I had to guess, I don't again, I can't stress this enough. I don't know, Tony. I don't know. But I think he is taking a stab at the whole woke culture thing. You know, and he's like, oh, I'm in Texas now. Fuck that shit. Here's all the racial slurs I know about Asians. That doesn't lead anywhere that, where there's no punchlines. Um, I, I kind of I, I do feel like that. That's what he's what he's doing. And it's not funny. It's not cool. Like, that's not that's that's unacceptable. And the audiences will dictate what happens to him next. Well, you know? and that's the thing. You, you could hear the audience like when he was going through his little routine, like the first thing he said got some probably shock laughter, you know, you dirty effing whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, like the second thing he, he went with, you heard a little less laughter. And then when he went on that final tirade about, you know, race trading, you know, bastards, whatever the fuck he said, there was like maybe one or two people that kind of mildly chuckled. Like, it was obvious whatever he was going for did not fucking hit. Didn't hit, even in Texas. Yeah, well, I mean, Austin is barely Texas, you know? Yeah, it's the L.A. of Texas. Exactly. Um, and, and But it, sh it should be noted that he did go out there. He specifically f followed that. Remember, we were talking about that, all the comedians that are going out there. He is one of them that is on that train to Texas. And so you could tell, because he had a good here. You know, he's a young guy. He's, he's exactly our age. He's a day older than you. Yeah. And he's he, he had a killer podcast, literally killer, and uh, it was at the comedy store. You know, it's it's 
that's pretty good. But, you know, he wants to shake it up. He wants to get away from the woke culture, whatever. So I think it's a big fuck you to woke culture is what he's what he's doing. But the delivery is it's not just wrong. It's abhorrent. Like, here, here's the thing, man. Like, uh, obviously, my my uh, foray into comedy is shorter than Tony's is. Right. And even I know at this point going up on stage and saying some shit like that isn't going to serve any purpose whatsoever other than to get people pissed off at me. He's been a comedian long enough to like know better. Mm -hmm. So to me, in his mind, he was going up there saying that like either he's just going after niche demographic or whatever, but like there was a purpose behind it because he like with the cadence and everything that was that was obviously done on purpose, but like, you're like, why is there a special coming out? Does he have, uh, you know, something like major going on? Oh, maybe. And this just gets some attention, whatever. I mean, I don't know. We'll never know uh, if, if it is to garner attention to something he's got coming up. Cause the guy had a Netflix special and I can tell you, Netflix will not put up with this. Netflix is very woke, you know, and yeah. there are bigger names than him that are not getting Netflix specials. So, and he already had one back when they were, you know, it, it, it wasn't what it is now. Keep in mind, I can't stress this enough. I don't know him. I don't know. Uh, Tony, if you're listening, which you're not, uh, w- explain yourself, you know, and then and then and then who knows what will happen? Yeah, I, I can't I can't imagine being forgiven on this, but it's not up to me because I'm not an Asian American. You know, <laughs> I, I've noticed uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, apparently, I'm a proud boy because of my haircut. The fuck? But one thing about him is he looks like a Dogecoin millionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it looks like the type of dude who would be making all sorts of bad decisions. <laughs> well, I mean, risky decisions. We'll say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, there was a Dogecoin millionaire. Sorry to change topics, but uh, there was a Dogecoin millionaire. And again, this is probably a fake headline. By the time this airs... It's going to be proven that it's fake. Get off my fucking dick. I know it's fake right now, but hear me out. The article or the headline says, uh, woman forces Dogecoin millionaire to ejaculate inside of her at gunpoint. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. Okay, and, yeah. And, and, and I'm trying to figure out what the what, what the problem with that is. <laughs> well, okay. I, I mean, for starters, it's fake. We can't we got to stress that point. We know it's fake. Shut up, uh, Internet. Um, but, but think about that. Think about the whole situation that led to that. Cause it said it was a Tinder date. Okay. So it's a Tinder date. It's already a fucking disaster. Gone wrong. Exactly. But you know, the guy told her early on, he's a Dogecoin millionaire. Yeah. Cause he's trying to get that pussy. Well, either way that, uh, and again, I'm not trying cause like that's rape straight up. You hold someone at gunpoint to ejaculate in you, you're raping them. And that does happen. I'm not going to say not the gunpoint, but I, like there are women do rape men. That that has happened, very rare, extremely rare, but it has happened. Now in this, I'm going to call it a hypothetical situation because I don't believe this this article. But in this hypothetical situation, the guy would have had to have told her that he's a Do- Dogecoin millionaire in their little Tinder matching thing, and then she devised this plan. To have him come over and they're gonna fuck and and then she's gonna make him you know uh, impregnate her, but there are easy ways to do that, girl. You yeah, know I, why don't you just say I'm on birth control, fire away, without having to fire your gun away. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm i down for that kind of action. Like if a girl told me she wanted to hold a gun against my head and I had to come inside her, otherwise she was going to kill me, I would probably actually get off on that. that I that know. Well, we talked about along. your time earlier on with all the girls that you want to invite over. I, I, I'm actually curious to see what women will DM you at this point. Hello, so me Blanco too. 69. We <laughs> forgot to add that point in it, but whatever. They'll find you. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so at that point... The guy fucked up, not to victim blame, but the guy fucked up by saying he's a millionaire. Dogecoin millionaire. And then the guy comes over, they're having sex. So she had to have planted the gun somewhere that's accessible to be like, <laughs> you know, now the tables have turned. Hey, she turns into Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I see it. No, listen here. See, you're going to come into my pussy. See? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> and I'm saying, girl, there's easier ways to do that. Uh, but whatever. If you're a guy out there and you got a little bit of money, keep that to yourself. I can't stress that enough. Don't ever flash your shit around. Like, the, the Pop Smoke just got murdered. A rapper, very young guy, over a fucking Rolex or whatever, like a fancy watch. You know, he, he's murdered for that. And and again, I'm, not, I, I'm genuinely not victim blaming, but I also don't feel like you should be wearing expensive, you shouldn't, do everything you can to look as poor as possible, and you'll be left the fuck alone, both by people on the streets and sexual predators, because that's what it is. If you're going to have sex with someone in the hopes that you get pregnant, you are a sexual predator. Yes. You know, just a different kind. But be as poor, put out how poor you are. Don't ever talk about your money. You know, don't funny? flash like, your money around. One of, the, one of the things I first noticed when I came down uh, to L.A. was... It seems like the dudes that wore like uh, baggy torn jeans and like, you know, $20 uh, shoes from Ross and a T-shirt. Those were the dudes I always suspected were like millionaires. Of course. The, the guys who go out to the clubs on the weekend and uh, they're wearing all that shit. They just got their last stimulus check, but yep. they still have $20,000 yep. in credit card debt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If, you, if, if you're flashing it around... Yeah, that's probably everything you own. That's your whole savings account is on your wrist and on your chest and all that shit. That's fucking stupid. You're just asking for trouble at that point. And I'm not talking about the sexual predators. I'm talking about the murderers out there. Like I said, someone, uh, Pop Smoke, got murdered over this shit, man. Don't yeah. ever do that. Don't ever advertise how wealthy you are. But that's the thing with these dating apps. You know what I mean? With with the rich people, they have Rhea. Or it's supposed it's not rich. It's uh it's it's supposed to be famous people. Right? So, so they got rich. and believe it or not, a few years ago I was on there. But I got on back when um all you needed was a verified Twitter account or or Instagram, whatever. Oh, so if you had a blue check mark, you were solid. That was exactly. your Exactly. That's how I got in. And and I didn't see a single famous person, but I matched with like journalists. You know what I mean? Like not famous people. But, uh, but verified people. Oh, dude, I, I would go for the journalists in a fucking heartbeat, man. They, they, I, I swear to God, they seem like they would do the kinkiest shit in bed. Well, I struck out with a journalist at a Louis C.K. show. <laughs> that, well, well, that's putting in fucking work. How do you manage that? That's like, you know, stepping up to a fucking uh, uh, T-ball tee and not hitting, a, not hitting the ball. <laughs> she wasn't into it. And she uh, I'm not going to say what publication she works for, but it's a very big one. And Louis had announced because you know how how Louis C.K. Um, does his shows because he's he's anti scalper you know he wants to make mm -hmm. and he's anti ticket master so 
he had a thing at the comedy store and it was announced the same day. They're like, Louis C.K. is tonight. If you want to come, stop by and buy a ticket for 20 bucks each. And so I did. I fucking got the fuck away. Not only that, I, I took an, an Uber all the way from the Valley to the comedy store and I went there and they're like, okay, you, you need to have your ID as your ticket. I didn't have ID. I said, hold my spot. And I, I took an Uber all the way back to the Valley and all the way back to the comedy store. I'm like, here's my ID. And they're like, you're in. So I had two tickets. And then I asked this girl from, from Rhea, uh, you want to go? And she's like, yeah. Okay, so just to be clear, you told her it was a Louis C.K. show before she came out. Yes, but okay. it was it was also before he was pulling peck and waving wings. Well, well, that doesn't matter. Like, if you let her know who it was and she still came, that's on her regardless if it's before or after. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, we watched the show, we parted ways, never talked again, you know? Oh, boo. Well, no, no, no. Because, like, that was in, like, December or something, and then... She she texted me like Happy New Year. I was like, Yeah, you too. <laughs> you know. Anyways, anyways, that's that was my Raya experience. So um, that was, that was basically her holding a gun against your head for a free fucking Louis <laughs> ticket. Yeah, for a free Louis ticket. God the damn it. irony of that. Uh, whatever. I'm not gonna talk about Louis and what he did. You guys already know about that shit. I have nothing to add to it. Whatever. But the point is with Raya is there are famous people on there and that's what it's supposed to be for and there's this um it's it's, it's weird how it works so there's a tiktok girl on there she's 19 and tiktok is like some fucking app that like little it's nothing but you can be famous on there Ooh. so uh a tiktok star got on raya and matched with matthew perry from friends chandler and so she decided to they had a video call so she's 19 he's like whatever 50 or something yeah good for him and then well you know whatever they had a video chat and it was very cordial he wasn't perverted it wasn't anything like that but she she posted that video you know she's like look how perverted these men in hollywood are matching with 19 year old girls and it's like what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you that desperate for it? I'm sorry, but like, you saw him on there. You you swiped right. He swiped right. You had a video conversation about nothing. He didn't pull his dick out. He didn't do anything fucking weird. And you're trying to shame him and shame all of Hollywood. And my snout's up about that, dude. I think she's doing it for attention. And I'm not that guy. I'm not that kind of guy who says... These girls are doing crazy shit for attention, but that is fucking horseshit because you consented to it as a fully functioning adult going into that app, which serves one purpose, and you did it to yourself. If you don't want to match with a 50-year-old guy, don't swipe on him. All right, Dave, you might take the high road on this, but I am, uh, I- I'm going to uh, take the, lesser, uh, the road less traveled. All right, so obviously she's 19 years old and she's on TikTok, so that tells me a probably 60% of what I need to know about her. And then she's matching up with Luke Perry, Matthew Perry, whatever one it was. One, <laughs> Not one of the, the dead guy. The yeah. one who's alive. Yeah, Ch- fucking Chandler. She's matching up with a guy who played a character named Chandler. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. A Canadian. Right. He's Canadian. Uh, yeah, so fucking Canadian nice. What he a loser a she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a pervert. He was, like, cordial. He was a gentleman, as you said. And so she still puts a video up anyways. I could see if he was like, yeah, I want you to like sit on my face and use my head as a hat or something like that. That would be one thing. But if they're just having a conversation and she still puts that video up, she was trying to catfish any celebrity she could put that shit up 
and do it for fucking attention because that's what 19-year-old goddamn girls with TikToks fucking do. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I will. Uh, my speculation is it's more like the Aziz situation where she matched with a celebrity. She was in... Uh, like in it on his radar in, in in the dating realm and it didn't go the way she wanted and then she freaked out after the fact she publicly humiliated him after it didn't go the way that she wanted do you know what i mean and and it's like in it, her point was that hollywood people are predatory and it's like okay he's 50 you're 19 that's how it fucking goes you ever see a red corvette anywhere usa it's always some gray-haired buffoon in it and half of the time, it's it's some twenty year old girl in the front seat. You know what I mean? It's shitty. Yeah. If you if you want to argue the moral ethics of it, that's fine. But, but that's legality, not Hollywood. It's fucking legal. Like that. Yeah. This is definitely not a pedophile situation. Also, the morality of it is like it's 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 like tell nineteen year old girls not to jump in these red Corvettes or 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 swipe right on. And I'm sorry, I'm not victim by because there's there's no victimization here. He did nothing wrong. He was nice. He was cordial, but not interested or whatever the hell happened. He, he wasn't a pervert. He wasn't a pervert. He didn't whip it out. You know? Yeah, he's a better man than I was. He's like, you want to make friends with my dick? <laughs> 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 but he didn't do that. So whatever. Fuck you. And the same thing happened to a hockey player, Yarmer Yager. You know? Old school Pens player. Fuck yeah, man. Pittsburgh Penguins, all-star, many years. Uh played well beyond his years and when he was like in his late 40s early 50s almost the exact same situation he was banging this 20 year old girl or whatever and she took a picture she took a selfie of herself in bed with him the next morning where he's asleep and she's like oh yeah i'm in bed with yarmar yager and she sent that picture to him like after they had sex whatever yeah and i guess it didn't go as well and she said if you don't pay me X amount of dollars, I'm going to post this picture online. And you know what Yarmar Yager said? What? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, go ahead. And so she did. She posted that. And, and, and then they were like, what the hell? You're like 48 years old begging 20-year-olds. And he's like, yep. <laughs> and that's like, he owned it. That's it. Whatever. And if somebody, if you're trying to take advantage of someone because of their money, but I feel like there's worse things Yermer Yager could have done, you know? Well, like identify as a woman so he could keep playing hockey into his 60s? Oh, God, <laughs> this fucking shit. You know, it's, it's coming back again. It's coming back around again, you know, with this whole transgender shit where everyone's mad about the sports and the bathrooms and like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a shit? Okay. Well, the so bathrooms two, I don't care about. Right. Exactly. So there's two schools of thought out of it. One is the sports. We'll get to that. The other is the bathroom. Okay. If you're, if someone wants to take a shit next to where I'm taking a shit, I don't give a shit. And if you give a shit, you're a piece of shit. That is a circle of shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty that solid doesn't explanation. Matter. It doesn't matter. Never once, never once has there been a sexual assault case where someone like got away with it because they identified as this, that, or the other thing. No, that's not a thing. Shut the fuck up about that. Let people piss and shit wherever they fucking want. Who cares? Don't shit in the urinal. I was going to say we certainly do in LA you know, the entire city is a fucking toilet. Yep. And in Portage Place in Winnipeg, Manitoba, where Eric Norquist is from, I saw a guy taking a shit in the urinal there more than once. So like, 
that's like bathroom etiquette should be limited to that. Yeah. As far as what gender is in whatever the fuck, like who cares? Shut up. No one's getting fucked in there and like against their will. And that's the reason they get away with it. That's never happened. But with sports, it's a little bit of a bit. So when people talk about that, hear me out before you shut it off. If, if what the person we need, the people we need to hear from on this are female athletes. Yeah, like Caitlyn Jenner. She just recently spoke out about how she uh, believes that it's unfair Yeah, what for a women. coincidence. She spoke out about that as she's running as a Republican uh, for the governor of California. So now she's saying that shit. I don't, I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other because it doesn't concern me. You know, uh, I would like to hear from female athletes. Female athletes should speak up. They should, they should be the ones that decide if they play against transgender people. Because if they feel, hey, this is a biological disadvantage, I don't want to get destroyed by them. In the case of Fallon Fox, you know, UFC fighter, uh, male to female transgender who fractured skulls in women's UFC. And, and, and so if, if women have, a, have an issue with that, women, women athletes, that's on them. Like, it should be up to them. We... Me, you, chances are, if you're listening to this, shouldn't have an opinion on it. Let's hear the opinions of female athletes. What the fuck are we doing talking about it? I, I, I have seen some opinions uh, from females speaking out in articles, but it doesn't get picked up by the major media because it doesn't fit their fucking liberal narrative. Females or female professional athletes? Yeah, f- female athletes. Okay, and see, okay, that's a good point, is is that there's so many fucking people out there screaming out their opinion that the ones that matter are drowned out. Well, and it's kind of like medicine. There, there's no money in curing a disease. There's money in subduing it and keeping it at bay. But for the mainstream media, they're not going to want this conversation to go away because it's fucking ratings for them. It's, it's uh, online subscriptions. If, the, if you take something like that away... Uh, for people to, you know, beak at each other about online, that's mm-hmm. money lost for these outlets. Right. They they don't want it to be fucking solved. No, they certainly it. don't want to hear fucking women come in and say, we deserve what we deserve and get whatever the fuck out. Right. Yeah, and I get that. I get that. But I feel like it's like with political issues that involve women's bodies, like abortion. What the fuck are men doing talking about it? Shut the fuck up. Let's like let's let the ladies vote on this. Women should be voting on women's issues. We, you, me, anyone with a dick, ninety percent of our audience should not fucking have. Uh, you can have an opinion on, it, but it shouldn't sway actual public policy. And it's the same thing with this. Let the female athletes decide if they if they're okay with competing against them. Then that's that. If they're not, that's the rule. Yeah, if, it's if a little what, bit different with the UFC because you agree to each individual fight. So all these women that were destroyed by Fallon Fox knew what they were getting into. That's a little bit different, but I feel like it's if ugh, there eh, there's a lot of abuse. No matter what policy you make, there's going to be people that abuse it, and I blame the Russians like I do for everything. But like, if we were to have Olympic Games, where as long as you identified as one thing or the other, you could play on that team. The Russians, particularly, especially the hockey team, they're going to be like, all right, our our male team also identifies as female. I feel something like that could happen. I mean, I'm not against female, male athletes competing against each other. I'm just saying let's ask the athletes themselves that have to deal with it. The rest of us don't matter. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I can't imagine that uh, <clears throat> that they're fucking happy about it. You know, it's fucking essentially men coming into women, the women's world and telling them how shit's going to be again. Right. Sure. And that's like, don't take my word for it because I'm a, I'm a little bit of a uh, when it comes to the Winnipeg Jets, my home team. They are diehard fans, and I love a fucking with them because <laughs> they are the dumb. They are the most diehard fans. Like. There was a kid who was a Jonathan Tavares fan, you know, back, like we're talking like 10 years ago. He wore a New York Islanders jersey to the game at the MTS Center in Winnipeg. And all these grown men were attacking him. We're talking like throwing beer at him, dumping beer on him, all this crazy shit. You know, he's just getting shit on. And it's in the newspaper. Jonathan Tavares, shout out to that guy. Haven't seen him ever in my life. But he <laughs> took that kid... Uh, the next time that uh, they played at the MTS Center, he took that kid onto the ice and they did the warm-ups with them. There's just little kids skating around. Gave him a new jersey that isn't covered in beer. Great. Hopefully before they let the mongrels in the building. But my favorite part about uh, the Winnipeg Jets is how insane the fan base is. And... I love fucking with them. So online, you know, I got that. Uh, I have a Facebook page. I don't have a profile, but I have a page. And it's got that little blue checky on it, you know. So I'll go on the Winnipeg Jets shit a couple years ago. I'm banned on the. I'm banned from two NHL teams' Facebook pages: the Winnipeg Jets and the San Jose Sharks. But for the Jets, I was on there, and I'm like. Why don't you address the fact that every single player of the Jets has demanded a trade and they're willing to play for any other team for free? Obviously, that's not true. <laughs> but all these Winnipeg Jets fans are coming out. That isn't true. Blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, yeah, feed it to me. Like, I love that shit. And then, and then I'll be like, the Winnipeg Jets, like a couple years ago, they were in first place for a while. And I'm like, the Winnipeg Jets are in last place. The LA Kings are in first place. The opposite is true. Kings were in last, Jets were in first. And people lost their shit. They're like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> the truth is, the Jets are in first place and the Kings are in last place. What's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, no. You're getting your news from ESPN. Fake news. Is there sitting in their favorite dive bar eyeing the 55-year-old cocktail waitress with uh, leather suitcase skin? Yep, yeah. whatever they're doing. My point is that like sports fans are insane, and I love fucking with them. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. That, that fucking reminds me of one of the worst times I had when I lived in Colorado. Went to a Mile High Stadium. I, I'm a Steelers fan, so I went up there to... Gross. Uh, yeah, it is pretty fucking awesome, you cocksucker. And so I went up there for uh, the Steelers games, and they, they had nothing to be mad about. Every time the Steelers went there to play, where I attended a game, the, the Steelers fucking lost. But anyhow... So there was one trip where I'm in the bathroom trying to take a piss. I got this guy talking shit about me. Waits till I'm at the urinal. Waits till I have my dick out and I'm actually pissed. And then he decides to start talking shit to me, which whatever. He's, I, I could have gone and kicked him in his hip and fucking sent him to the nursing home. That's fine. Right. Whatever. I'll deal with it. Get out of there. But uh, out of there, when I'm going back to my seats, I see my buddies in a fucking tussle with some fucking drunk asshole go over there find out this drunk piece of shit 
like slapped the fucking food tray out of my buddy's hand. Says, fuck the Steelers. Because my buddy wore a Steelers jersey just because. Wasn't talking shit, minding his own business. His drunk assholes running his fucking mouth. So I get in there. His drunk fucking son, who looks even more inbred than he does, decides to get in my fucking face. And I'm trying to hold my buddy back when now I need someone to hold me the fuck back. Not to send these guys down the fucking stairs Jesus. like bowling balls. Yeah. Yeah. Sports fans are fucking insane, and they're really bad. At, it's just like what you're what you're describing at the Winnipeg arena, and they're like, "Oh no, it's not that. It's nothing like that at all." Yeah, it is. It's fucking terrible there. Well, sure, it's going to be terrible in Winnipeg, but at least they probably have gas there. Oh yeah, unlike some parts of the U.S. with the gas shortage. Yeah, the fucking pipeline went down. Uh, the, the Russians are being blamed again somehow. The Russians for the gas. Uh, it, it, the fucking Russians for anything because there's a, enough fucking idiots to fucking buy into it. But uh, what I found hilarious about this, though, is that the, the U.S. Uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission went ahead and like put some guidelines out for, for people that... Uh, because nobody learned their lesson from the toilet paper hoarding shortage of last year, decided, well, now's a good time to fucking hoard gas. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And they're like, put it like they're selling gas on Craigslist and shit and like putting it in. Uh, uh, I, I, I saw one woman putting it in like a Tupperware container, you know? Yeah. yeah so, uh, well, my favorite one is do not fill plastic bags with gasoline that had like 61,000 likes on, on Twitter, which, for them, like that's the most action that they've ever seen in their entire existence. But and then there's like video of people with giant clear, you know, like when you used to get a, a, a plastic bag with a goldfish in it as a kid. Mm -hmm. It looked exactly like that minus a goldfish, but like these huge but ass with gasoline. Yeah, and they're putting it in their oh, fucking god. trunk, and I'm like, my god, all it takes is like for someone to rear, rear end you. That's it, Michael Bay movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck yeah, man, crispy critter. Jesus Christ, man. Like, are people really that dumb? Yes. Yes. Why do, like, I'll, I'll never ask that question again. Are people really that dumb? Because the answer is yes. Yeah. The pictures are out there, and a, a government agency had to issue, had to play mom and dad and, and issue a statement to these idiots. What was the other one that was my favorite? Uh, oh, when using a gas canister, never pour gasoline over or near an open flame. That's for uh, the degenerates in Arkansas and everywhere else that are smoking their unfiltered cigarettes while filling up their gas tanks or their plastic bags or uh, their fucking swimming pools, whatever the fuck they're putting it in. Yeah, I don't... What are you going to do with that? Where are you going to store it? What are you going to do with it? Sell it on Craigslist. I mean, in the southeast United States, it's not exactly known as the most mm, intellectual areas, but it is very resourceful like that, you know? So... Yeah, okay. So you're going to hoard gas in 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 fish bowls or whatever and <laughs> and then s sell it on Craigslist. I saw one guy, he was like, "I got these. It was it was actually in jerry cans." And he's like, "All right, I'm selling it for $16 a gallon. Um you can come by, I'll fill up your your tank or you could you could take one of these home with you, but give me a $20 deposit and you'll get it back, the $20 back when you return it." And it's like Man, I, 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 I kind of get it, but like this is what video games are made of. 
You know, whenever there's a zombie video game, it's always the humans are the real enemies, you know? Yes. Like when you're playing that Days Gone shit, the Resident Evil, it's the hordes of other humans that you got to worry about. And that's what's going on right now, where they're hoarding the gas and you got to pay 16 bucks a fucking gallon for that shit. Like maybe Elon Musk is on to something. Like, let's just do electric cars. Let's cut off our dependence from oil and not have any gas-powered vehicles. I mean, it would end all conflict in the Middle East. You know, I know that's big business, so the U.S. isn't going to back out of that. But Elon Musk, he's got the answers, you know? Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, the, the people that are suffering the gas shortage right now, I don't know that they actually have electricity, so Elon Musk is going to have to figure out that problem, but I, I, I'm sure he can do it. He, he solves some other shit. Yeah, like he solved uh, being on SNL this week. <laughs> yeah, I guess his- they they had a hole in the schedule, and 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 he re- he he answered the call. And, and let's be honest, they needed him. They they needed him to energize their uh, their ratings. Oh sure, SNL has been tanking, of course. And I mean, like like we were talking about, you know, as as a liberal, you can only as a liberal comedian, you can only say Trump sucks in so many different ways. You know, so having that guy on, you know, the a certain amount of the staff was against it, whatever. But like, guaranteed that pumped up ratings. I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure it did. Sure, and I, I watched the episode, and you know, thank God he was in there for for some of it to make it entertaining. The rest of it was god awful. Um, it, it was hilarious though. The, the the thing that seemed to uh, garner some attention, there's a skit he did called Gen Z Hospital, where it was some of the cast members speaking all in Gen Z, whatever the fuck terms that they use. And then he played a doctor who could communicate with these people. He's just like TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Shit like that. The hilarious thing was, is it not moving a, out until you're 45? <laughs> there you go. And there was uh, some backlash saying that uh, he wasn't actually using Gen Z language. He was appropriating, the whole cast was appropriating African-American vernacular English. Jeez. Supposedly that it was this, I guess it's the new Ebonics. I don't fucking know. But the hilarious thing, that bit was written by Michael Che, who last time I checked is a black man. Right. And even he, like when he was being asked about it, he's like, He's like, yes, A-A-V-E, like we talk about in the black community. You know, it's a common term that we black people use. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Jesus. I mean, I will say Gen Z does typically speak in Ebonics online. Yeah, you ever see a Gen Z white girl going off and, and you, you picture in your mind an African-American person the way that they're that they're speaking that and and it's like it's so common that it's they're just emulating what's going on around them, which is, of course, appropriated from black culture. So if you're an older person seeing that, you're going to see it that way. Well, I thought. But if you're a young was, person, you're going to be like, whatever. That's just how we talk online. They don't do that in real life. Thank God. That'd be so embarrassing. But they do it online. Well, it's, they have two different personalities. The online one where they're, you know, ebonics all day. And then the real life one where it's you know more more appropriate to their own culture yeah i thought most of them were just fucked up from doing ketamine and like huffing paint cans 
But it was weird seeing the wealthiest man on earth go on Saturday Night Live, especially, you know, going in as Wario, dressed up, and and you watch him, <laughs> like like be, sit, sat down, going up to the witness stand, and they're like, okay, move your arms like this. You know that he was directed, to do, and he's doing that. Beep, 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 I'm Wario, and he sits down, and you're like, holy fuck! Like this is the wealthiest human being on earth. Yes, and he's. Doing this shit, I whatever. And I he seemed like the most normal person uh, on the entire show. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a problem with it. If I'm being real, like you can argue that it's not funny, whatever, you know. But it's it's like he's he's the wealthiest man on earth. It's it's a surreal experience to see that happen. You would never see Bill Gates in the '90s doing that. No, I, no yeah, yeah. Bill Gates right now, I think, is trying to figure out. Uh, uh, Yarmer Yager's uh, approach to picking up women at this point in his life. But uh, yeah, it, it was a fucking nothing burger. It, it was another controversy cooked up to, I guess, get interest in the show for at least an episode. I, I think that's all it was. Like, it's not like you had Hitler on the show. It was Elon Musk, dude. That dude's doing cool shit for mankind. All right, let's just cut it off there. So we are the Valley Boys. Remember to. Give us your money at Valley Boys, or sorry, at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash Valley Boys Pod. Find us online. I forget where. Brandy, tell them. All right. Well, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Blanco 69 You can find the Dirty Canuck Dave at Dave Weasel on Twitter and Instagram at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter and at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. And uh, if you happen to be a lady of substantive uh, breasts, lips, or oral sex-giving skills, feel free to find your way into my DMs on any platform. At least he won't go there first. I'll give you that. We talked about this early on. I said, don't fucking say weird shit to women online. And you did a good job of that. I got to say, because there are women out there that have DM'd you. And you didn't, you were like, oh, well, I, I, you know, I can't respond. Respond. If they go after you first, uh, respond. But don't go after them first is what I'm saying to Brandon. So if you are interested in Brandon, he's not going to come after you. But by all means, cast your net. Yeah, because sure it's a big net. <laughs> fat fuck. <laughs> Calling me fat. Well, I'll tell you what, my rule with women is uh I prefer for them not to be first anyways cuz I like a lady with a little experience if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. So you did you say where you could find both of us? Absolutely. All right. We are the Valley Boys. Peace out from Reseda, California. Good night. Super SoCal summer of STDs. Get a hold of me. Yeah, Fat Dick Summer or whatever. Dick's out for a hot boy summer. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Fat dick summer anyways.